You are not entering this world in the usual manner, for you are setting forth to be a dungeon master. Certainly, there are stout fighters, mighty magic users, wily thieves, and courageous clerics who will make their mark in the magical lands of D&D adventure. You, however, are above even the greatest of these, for as DM, you are to become the shaper of the cosmos. It is you who will give form and content to all the universe. You will breathe life into the stillness, giving meaning and purpose to all the actions which are to follow. Gary Gygax You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. That quote at the beginning, I want you to replace Dungeon Master with Writer, and D&D with your novel title. Because you are the shaper of the universe that you create. Today we are going to be talking about using Dungeons and Dragons as a resource for building your characters. All of the non-authors that I know that are still creating characters in their heads are either actors or they are nerds and they play Dungeons and Dragons and they create interesting characters that have depth and have a signature way to approach every situation. I want you to do me a favor. If you aren't driving, if you have the ability really quick, go to a computer and just look up a Dungeons and Dragons stat sheet. If you are listening and you haven't checked out our website for the podcast, that's writingrootspodcast.com. We will have a sample character sheet on the episode landing page so you can check out what exactly we're talking about throughout this episode. So let's first look at what's called the ability score. This is broken into six different categories. You have three physical abilities and three mental abilities. The physical ones are strength, dexterity, and constitution. So let's talk about those first. Strength is my ability to lift a log. If I have a low strength, I can't lift it very high. But if I have a high strength, I can lift it all the way above my head. Pretty self-explanatory. Strength, strong man, blah, buff. What is dexterity? That's your ability to move quickly. Your ability to have fast reflexes, to get out of the way. Most of your characters are going to have either strength or dexterity. Either you can hit me and then I can hit you back, or you can try to hit me, but you can't, so I just, I can poke you. Another good way to think of dexterity is agility. It is the quick, light movements on your feet being able to get around quickly. The third statistic is one that I, Lee, have the strongest in my stats of the three, and that is constitution. That is your ability to withstand something coming at you. So I can drink a lot more alcohol than you can because I have that constitution to fend off poisons. You're harder to kill. You can take hits a little easier. So those are the physical abilities, but the next three are more interesting to me because those are the mental abilities. That's wisdom, intelligence, and charisma. My favorite explanation of this is one that I saw, I think, from Tumblr, and it is using tomatoes. Intelligence is knowing tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing to not put it in a fruit salad. Charisma is the ability to put it in a fruit salad and call it a salsa. And sell it. (laughs) So let's kind of break that down. First with wisdom. What is wisdom? 
Wisdom is your ability to apply information that you've already learned. I know how to do all of these things because I've done them before. I learned them. I experienced them. I've had a broken leg, so I know how this goes. The next one is intelligence. This is more fact-based. You have intelligence if you're able to learn from books easily. A lot of your linguists are also in this category because they know seven different languages so they can talk to the dwarves and the elves and, and, and. Probably the most fun category in this is charisma. This is the fast-talking, seductor kind of character. Charisma is your character's ability to interact with other people. Your high charisma characters tend to be your storytellers, the ones who are constantly cracking jokes or often have a musical inclination. The reason this helps you build a character is because giving them stronger strength and lower intelligence will give you kind of an idea of what that character is going to be like. They're going to be a little bit more of the brute. If you've ever watched Firefly, that's going to be Jane. In the last book I completed... There was a team of six people who were helping the main character. Can you guess what I based their abilities off of? These six. So I had somebody who was fast. I had somebody who was strong. I had somebody who could just take a hit and keep on going. I had the smart leader. I had the person who had a lot of book smarts but was useless in combat. And I had the person who was the diplomat on behalf of the team. But it's all shaping the character into something usable, something applicable. So as you're creating your character, and this doesn't have to be just fantasy or sci-fi novels, this can be your rom-com. Think of these stats and give them one that they're really good at and one that they're really terrible at. And that'll give you an idea of who the character is. So if they're really good at wisdom, but have no strength whatsoever, they're probably a little bit older. They've got some miles under their belt, but they have a lot to offer intellectually. The abilities will influence the skills section. So if you're looking at the character sheet right below the list of strength, dexterity, constitution, etc. is a very long list of the skills. It includes things like acrobatics, history, insight, nature, perception, sleight of hand, stealth. These are a really good thing to look at to determine and choose your character's skill set. And to help you specialize your character from every other high-strength, low-intelligence character. So your character, who is on the farm, might be better with the survival aspect. Whereas my character has a lot of physical training from his days in boot camp, so he's going to be better at some of the more athletic things. You'll see in the character sheet that each skill has a ability attached to it. So your survival is wisdom. Your athletics is going to be your strength. Your deception is going to be charisma. So if they have high strength, it is quite likely that the skills that rely on strength, they're going to be better at. But they aren't limited to just that. In D&D, you can select certain skills that you've trained specially in. If your character is all bronze, no brains, you can still invest in knowledge of history. So they might be an accidental time traveler. So these are all things that you can use to develop a strong stat base for your character and skill base for your character. 
Something else that Dungeons and Dragons offers people creating characters are what we call alignments. Your character's alignment falls somewhere on a grid. So your columns will be lawful if they obey the law, neutral, don't really care, or chaotic, disobey the law. And your rows will be good character, someone who's working for the benefit of more than just themselves, neutral, whatever's convenient, and evil, working for the benefit of mostly just themselves. If you want an idea of how this is applied, Take your favorite show, favorite book, favorite movie, Google Avengers alignment chart, Firefly alignment chart, and you'll see how the characters fit into these different areas. Some other questions that Dungeons and Dragons asks that can be applied to your writing is what kind of specialties do they have? Probably most common specialty that will apply to almost any genre is weaponry. Do they focus mostly on hand-to-hand combat? Do they prefer to be ranged? Or staying out of the fight entirely. These are things that you need to know to help you know how they'll react in a fight. Another thing that Dungeons & Dragons offers is armor. We're not just talking full plate versus a curious versus all of these types of things you will find in the book, but Kevlar. Knowing if your character is good with armor in any capacity is probably helpful for your design of the character, if they're comfortable in it, if this is the first time they've worn it. If they're not used to plate mail, it's going to be really hard to move. If they're wearing chain mail and they're used to leather armor, they're going to be held down by a lot of weight. Question. Why do thieves always wear leather armor? Why? Because it's made of hide. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, dear. If you don't know anything about swords and sorcery and the difference between split mail and scale mail, Dungeons and Dragons will have all of that listed out and exactly which one's better and why, which one's easier to move in. Same thing with armor, same thing with spells. If you're creating magic, they sort spells by type. You'll have things like divination type spells, evocation, transmutation. These categories do different things. There's also a category for their religious beliefs. Do they worship a deity? And does that worship of a deity influence their everyday actions? And we're not just talking about deities in this case. We're also talking about ideals. One of my favorite things about using this model is there are never two characters that are identical. They are all different in some way. And my characters will never look like Lee's characters. So if you feel like you are getting cliche in your own stories, this might be a great tool for you. Use the D&D manual to create yourself a well-rounded character with a good backstory that helps explain all of the skill sets that they have. And then you can use all of that knowledge to better write the character in your book. All of this will help you create characters that you can connect with, good, diverse interesting, complex, flawed characters that your readers will fall in love with. And the key to creating interesting characters that everyone will love is to always write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.